Hello friends, how's your Thursday going? It's going pretty bloody well at Ipswich Town. They've just made the signing we've been waiting for. A certain Mr George Hurst is in the building. He's in Suffolk. He signed for Ipswich Town a four-year deal. We have the striker, friends. We have the striker. We understand it's 1.5 million. Uh, plenty of add-ons, but even if all those are hit, um, I don't think it will threaten the, the 4.5 million club record. I am Mark Heath. I'm here with the prospect. Is he still the prospect? I don't know. That's still in, in discussion. Roscoe and the new king, Alexander the Great, AJ, Alex Jones. Uh, Rossi, I'm going to come straight to you. This is going to be a very mini emergency signing pod because we've got things we need to sort out. Your first thoughts. George Hurst is an Ipswich Town player. He's an Ipswich Town player. We own him for the next four years. Buzzing boy. Absolute buzzing. Um, some people say never fall in love with a lone player. Um, and we did last season with the goals he scored, um, part of that team that got promoted. And he's ours. Um, what a deal for town. Yeah, he said four years. Uh, yeah, he's going to be stepping up to the championship, but he's at a good age. So we always say for 24 years of age. Um, town fans are buzzing. They've been going on the, you know, on the socials the last few days, like going, <laughs> oh, you know, the Mercedes, the white Mercedes, and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, the the fan base are going to be loving this. And um, what a statement signing for the return to the championship? Yeah, it really is, Alex. Um, you won't have seen George Hurst play for Town last season. Obviously, you've seen the stats. He scored seven goals. Very much a a key man in that surge to promotion. That ridiculous run they went on at the end. Um, but what do you make of it as a signing? We talked uh, on the last podcast about them missing out, if that's the right word, deciding not to to try and say the highest number in the Ellis Sims sweepstake. He went for eight million, um, a guy who's obviously had half a good season in the Championship. George Hurst hasn't really done it in the Championship yet, you would say, <clears throat> but he has done it in this Ipswich Town side and he knows the system, he knows the players. Um, what are you making of it? For the money, it's fantastic. Um, and as a player that has adapted well to life at Portman Road. I just think it's a really good move in the sense that you look at kind of his previous spells and you have other fans who say, oh, it's not good enough because uh, he's been at this club and he, he's not hit the, the figures and he struggled mm. in the championship and, you know, spending a million pounds on a player that hasn't done it at the level. I don't necessarily think it's as important. I think that the most important aspect of it is the fact he's done it for town mm. because... He's, he's played in this environment before. He's played with the teammates before, and that's where he's been scoring goals. And at the end of the day, he's not the only one who's going to have to make the step up to the championship. It's everyone else around him. And I think when you look at the Ellis Sims deal, and there are other kind of players that we've spoken about, Joel Peru, for example, who's going to go mm. for, what are we looking at, potentially 10 million, something like that. So really ridiculous for championship numbers. It It's just a really shrewd bit of business, especially from a championship rival in Leicester to, to get that done. I think it's a really fantastic move. Mm. And Ross, he fits perfectly, doesn't he, into this, this team's DNA. He's got, <clears throat> he's a young player. He's got, he's versatile. He's got many different traits to his game. Um, and we know that Kieran McKenna absolutely loves him. Um, what do you like about George Hurst? Yeah, once again, I'm going to joke. He looks like a footballer, doesn't he? He's got the haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, but he's got a built as a striker. That's what I like. Um, yeah. And yeah, he came in and he gave that competition to Freddie that he needed. Um, I still, I've, I just went and watched his goals back quickly just to remind myself. But the goal at Bolton, I was right in front of it. And I just, just, oh, just first touch, volley in the net. Great goal. Uh, of course, scored one of the goals at Derby, one of the goals at Barnsley. Scored at, against Exeter, of course, the day that town got promoted. But um, he is that modern day striker. 
Hmm. Um, that you like and yeah as Alex said he hasn't scored goals in the championship before he's played for he actually made his debut for Sheffield Wednesday in the championship a long time ago um, played for Rotherham of course didn't score but I'm looking now he only made four starts yeah so and he, at Blackburn he made two starts and at the time they had Sam Gallagher and Ben Brenton Diaz um, so he wasn't starting for both those teams Um the question will be, will he start um, for this town side with Dapo there? Um, but yeah, I just like everything he does. He can head the ball. Um, the goal against uh, Derby, where he had to like turn back and shoot. Yeah. Like, you know, what a perfect goal. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this side a lot. And yeah, as I said, the fee, the, the years of the contract. Um, and, and McKenna loves him. Um, that's the reason why he signed him. That's the key difference, isn't it, here, Alex? It, obviously, he has played in the Championship before, but he's never been the main man. Here in the Citrix Town side, given the way he finished last season, he will be, you'd imagine, the main man. He'll be the guy potentially starting up top every game. He's got the history. He knows he can score goals in this side. So everything about this seems to be better in terms of setup than his previous games or attempts in the Championship. That's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's a running theme that happens for a lot of players. And we talked about the other Sims thing. Why did he get the huge multi-million pound move to uh, to Coventry, what's well, because he had a cracking season when he was playing at Sunderland. Hmm. It was only half a season there, and okay, he had you know the spells before, but it was the one where he was the main man leading the line after Ross Stewart was injured at the Stadium of Light. And it's those kind of opportunities that help players progress. At the end of the day, it's not going to benefit him if he's at a club. Even for example, with the Leicester situation, if he stuck around there, it's not necessarily going to be a situation where it was going to benefit him to be playing second fiddle to a Jamie Vardy or a Joel Peru. And in that situation where he can make the step up as the main man, this is going to be the perfect development for him. And, I mean, given that he managed to bag seven in League One when he was here, there's no reason why he can't go and try and get double digits for town next season. Absolutely. Ross, you want to see a picture of him? There he is, look, in that new town home top. And here he is signing the contract with Luke Warhan, looking very, very pleased. Um, Rossi, question I'll ask you now. So they've got, we knew they needed a striker going into the offseason. They've got a striker. We said they, they would probably sign a midfielder. They signed Jack Taylor. We kind of said there might be an outside chance of them signing a keeper. They've done that in Kieran Slicker. And for reasons discussed, one for the future also helps them in terms of squad. Um, so the question for you now, friend, is do they need more? We talked about potentially another striker or a versatile kind of forward who could maybe cover a lot of positions, including striker. I've also talked about wingers and Raksaki's obviously been heavily linked. Sitting here now with, with George Hurst through the door, do they need to do need to another striker, do you reckon? Or, or how would you approach it? Yeah. Once again, you don't want you want you don't want too many. You don't want too many mm. players, and you got you leave. I know we, we can have now nine players on the bench, which is just I still can't get over that. Um, so there's opportunities for having maybe two strikers on the bench, and you know you can bring have like I know back in the day under Mick McCarthy, sorry to bring up him, but I remember he won one game. He had like four strikers on uh, up front one stage. Um, still probably true nil nil back then, um, but yeah, I think maybe one more. And maybe, as I said, a versatile forward who can play on the wing, maybe play on that 10 role, but can also mm. play up top if needed. So um, why not? But it has to be the right player. I'm sure we, we, I think there's not been many duds, has there? 
under mm. uh, under McKenna and Mark Ashton so far. It's been a few. Um, sorry to say, Raheem Harper and Co. Joe Piggott <laughs> and all that. Um, but sometimes maybe it wasn't their fault. Just they didn't fit the system yeah. and all that. Um, so maybe yeah, maybe one more forward. As I said it has to be versatile. It has to be the right player. Could that be a lone player? As I said, Raksaki. Um, or do you know what? We're at just town now. I've got the money. Let's uh, let's let's spend a bit of money and bring the right player in. But um, I'm going to say yes. That's the short answer now. Uh, <laughs> but that's the first time, maybe. Have you got any take on that, Alex? How many strikers would you carry? Last season, Town had uh, Tyrese John Jules, who was obviously that utility forward who could who could play uh, in numerous positions along that front four. Um, how would you approach it? Yeah, I think the kind of utility player is the best way to go about it. Uh, it's not as important with the nine subs, I don't think. But I, I think it's probably the route I'd go down. You know, it, when I've covered other clubs, it's been something that a lot of managers have been keen on. You look at Cambridge, they had Sam Smith who could play up top and then he could go out and play on the right and could start there and score goals. Mm. Uh, Gary Rowe at Millwall likes to have all of his players being able to play every position. I think that most of them, you could have goalkeepers playing up front and strikers at right back there. Um, <laughs> so I think that's probably the route I'd go down, but it's not an easy find. At the end of the day, I think you do need another body there that can cover because obviously if you're in a situation where there was an injury or suspension two injuries something like that you don't want to be in a position where you're looking at months or whatever at a time without someone who can score goals in the championship so i think that that's the route i would go down flexible if possible but definitely another body through the door okay uh, and we understand in terms of Hurst, he's not going to fly straight out to austria and be part of the the games this weekend um they want him to i think join when they return on monday and potentially um, get back into action at Preston, boys. Have you forgotten you're going to Preston on Wednesday? Uh, so you're you're in Austria on Saturday and then you're away at Preston on, on Wednesday. What a glamorous life you lead. And just going back to transfer stuff, Hurst in the door, Taylor's in the door, they've got a keeper. Centre-back is someone we know they're looking for. And Stu broke a story yesterday linking them to Austin Trusty, who is a, a wonderful name, um, if only for the headline potential tried and trusty etc uh, and Alex you would have seen him I'm assuming last season because he had a very good season at Birmingham um, what do you make of him? Well I mean the two games that I saw him against uh, Millwall he kept two clean sheets um, which I mean to come and do that at the Den start is a hard thing to do and I mean the game at St Andrews was potentially one of the worst games of football that I've ever seen um, <laughs> I think he's he's an interesting player in a sense that he's got quite a lot of movement about him in the sense that um not that many centre-backs have that. The defensive side where you can have the physicality, but also someone who can kind of get about quite well and looks mm. quite agile and quite versatile. Maybe that's the, the whole Premier League Academy kind of thing where they uh, uh, get you to be an all-encompassing defender. But um, I think that he's someone that uh, for town, having played in the championship last season, again, it's it's more experience isn't it? That's the biggest thing. It's players who have done it at this level. You know, I know that Birmingham didn't have the most incredible season last season, but the one thing that I always noticed about them is that they're really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he can bring that to the town's back line, I think that'd be fantastic. Mm, watch this space. Rossi, how are you feeling about heading over to Austria this weekend? First of a couple of trips, actually, KOA on tour that you're going to be taking. Um, obviously, we know we're not going to see Hurst. Is there anything you're particularly looking forward to seeing out there, though? I've never been to Austria before. Um, I don't know if it was a country I was going to tick off. I know it is. We're basically going to be at a football ground and, you know, maybe outskirts of our hotel, maybe. Um, but yeah, never a country to tick off the list. Um, once again, watching Itchers Town 
in Europe. Yeah. Um, we've been lucky. We've been lucky to do that, you know, back in 2019 in Germany. Um, I've seen him play in Ireland before, in Holland before. Um, but yeah, sadly, it's not a Champions League game, is it? But it's a pretty game. Uh, it looks like it's very hot out there, as the players yeah. were saying in all the interviews. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, it'd be good to see some town fans out there as well. Um, so if you are out there and you're listening, uh, it'd be good to chat to you for game day and um, get your thoughts on watching town in Austria. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it, and uh, it's just going to be a, a good time to bond with Alex. Me and Stu yeah. can uh, get to know Alex a bit more. So yeah, absolutely over a strudel and a schnitzel. Um, yeah. Alex, this is your first trip with KOA. Um, obviously, friends, if you do see the boys out there, please do go and say hello. Um, looking forward to it, I'd imagine. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm hoping that Ross sticks to what he was told to do and comes off the plane and says Guten Tag and that. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, uh, when we land early on Saturday morning. But yeah, this is the first international trip I've ever done for uh, covering a club. In the big leagues now, boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, I mean, it's kind of a nice build-up as well where we we get to kind of find our feet a little bit in Vienna this weekend. And then obviously the Innsbruck trip for the big Champions League-style clubs with your Leipzigs and your Werder Bremens later in the month. Uh, Definitely going to be a sunscreen, and uh, I think I'm going to carry about eight different fans to set up around whatever press area they've got. Since I just think like Hutchie, Hutchie used to strap used to strap ice packs to himself. Um, there we go. So uh, yeah. you're looking forward to it. Uh, you've also been doing a little bit of uh, research into the side they're playing on side, haven't you? Ad- Admira Wacker, if I pronounce yeah. that correctly, which is a wonderful name. Is there any any facts you can drop off the top of your head about them? Oh, there's some fantastic bits of there. Um, I, I there's some really interesting links they've got they're trying to set up a, a partnership with celtic so uh okay it'd be interesting to see if uh, i don't think they'll have anything done before saturday but um <laughs> we might see a few familiar faces heading over there for development their manager is quite an interesting person in the sense that he's only 32 he's um done loads of uh, sports science degrees around london uh university of twickenham and stuff like that um kind of the very slightly kieran mckenna style he was never a player um so he um he's kind of developed his skills uh through studying more than anything it's very kind of scientific based stuff maybe that's where um some of the interest in playing Admiravaka came from mm. so they're a very interesting side you haven't really i mean there's been a bit of a nosedive from the sense that you know they were up in the europa league as recently as about five years ago hasn't quite worked out for them with relegation, and I think they finished about 10th last season in the second tier, but um, they're, they're definitely a very interesting club. Hmm. Okay, well, that's that then. That's this Saturday. The boys will all be there, so follow it all with them if you can't be there. If you are there, as I say, seek them out and say hello. Um, harass Ross about passing his driving test, please. Um, friends, it's only been a 15-minute pod, but obviously I, I appreciate we've got quite a lot to do now. Uh, we just wanted to bring you a little mini reaction piece um, to keep you going until the next time we speak. Just a reminder to support our sponsors, Ginger Pickle. And this is I'm wearing this today, Tony, because um, I felt like I offended you by saying I didn't like orange. Ginger is definitely different to orange, I would argue. So use uh, um, use the code. No, that's a different sponsor. Ginger Pickle. If you if you want help with your SEO, your Google rankings, all that kind of stuff, um, get involved with Ginger Pickle. And also, obviously, use the code KOA at manscaped.com for 20% off and free delivery on all their excellent gear they've got there, including the new Beard Hedger, Beard Trimmer, which is winging its way to us boys very excitingly. I know, Ross, you're not excited because you refuse that anyone but your barber touch your facial hair. But there we go. We'll have a go with it, won't we, Alex? Um, yeah. So, friends, let's finish then. Rossi, George Hurst. Is a blue your final thoughts? What a beautiful day. 
Um, just like most town fans, just excited um, to see how he does in the championship. And um, they got their man. Um, that was one of the big talking points, wasn't it? This summer, will George Hurst sign permanently? Mm. And he is. So here he is. He's a blue. He's a blue. Alex, George Hurst, town player for the next four years. What are you saying? You've brought, you've actually, you've had a good first week, mate. You brought in two signings since you've arrived. Impressive. Yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, I mean, if we kind of carry on this rate, we'll have about 15 through the door by the start of the season. It'll be a demolition so, yeah. summer all over again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rather, rather repeat the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it's one where obviously the fans have been clamouring for it. It's one where I think quite a few people didn't necessarily expect it to happen. I think, you know, mm. they were looking at other targets. We've had the other Sims thing, been other names floated about. And I've always kind of felt that George Hurst was the one that the club wanted to get back. Some fans didn't necessarily think it was going to be a viable move. So to actually do it and to do it early on in the window as well, mm. I think it's such an important thing. They're not kind of messing about having to drag it on where, you know, he's getting back into the swing of things when half the squad's already done their preseason here and we're looking at the Sunderland game. No, he's in in the door already and he's going to be, well, I assume he's looking forward to a nice trip up to Preston next weekend or next <laughs> week. Sorry. <laughs> Superb then. All right then, friends, we'll take our leave now. Obviously, we'll be back uh, next week with a much kind of bigger and fuller podcast with the boys' exploits and adventures in Austria. But just let that sink in as you head into the weekend, whatever you're doing. George Hurst is an Ipswich Town player. We'll speak to you next time. <laughs>